This is Marriage to the Max, episode number 115. of Marriage to the Max. I'm your host, Kelly Hurst. Boy, you were effervescent there. Very. I know. I'm very excited. This is Brett Hurst. And we're marriage educators and co-founders of Home Encouragement. And this podcast is designed to help you take your marriage to the next level. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Yay! Happy New Year! We're in a new year! Happy New Year. (laughs) Today's episode is called Better for worse. Better for worse? Better for worse. Uh Uh-oh. I want to ask you a question. How glad are you to have said goodbye to 2020? Pretty glad. Pretty glad. I mean, it's not that there wasn't some great things in 2020. There were. Our little grandson was born in 2020. Oh. So we had lots of little blessings along the way. Oh, he's a little blessing. He is a little blessing. And I don't want to be one of those people who refuses to see the blessings when things are challenging and difficult. I don't want you to be that person either. I know. There's always something to be grateful for, but... I think like most people, I'm ready for the new year to get rolling. Well, then let's be about it. All right. Let's be about this new year and get all excited. (laughs) Okay. Well, at the very beginning of the pandemic, there was a lot of talk about how marriages and families were not going to fare well because of the stresses of quarantine and we were going to see the divorce rate surge and people were really just like, the sky is falling as far as marriages. was It was just going to be a mess. Were we seeing that? I don't know that we were necessarily saying that, but I remember reading that a lot and people were just like predicting, you know, very negative results of this pandemic in terms right. of family life. Yeah, true. Yeah. And, but... The statistics that have come out so far seem to contradict a little bit those predictions. Mm -hmm. There was a study done out by the Bowling Green State University that followed five states through the 2020 pandemic, and they found that while marriages dropped sharply in 2020, meaning weddings, basically. They did, for Uh, sure. In fact, they're estimating nationwide that there were approximately 330,000 weddings that were either canceled or postponed. That is amazing. I know. That's a lot. Hopefully, they were just postponed. Mm -hmm. But interestingly, though, this is what I want to get to, divorces fell quite a bit as well. Mm -hmm. So from March through September of 2020, they estimate that the divorce rate plummeted 28%. Hey, we'll take it. <laughs> that's that's an enormous <laughs> drop. Yeah. And of course, this was over five states, so they're kind of trying to cut and paste and, and see if these numbers hold up nationally. But, you know, of course, the marriage educator in me says, hooray, the divorce rate dropped. Hooray. We're always wanting to see that. The cynic in me says, well, of course, the divorce rate fell because... Divorce can be expensive. And it's hard to get your lawyer on the phone. Yeah. And if you're facing economic and health uncertainty and your kid's school is closed, and I mean, who's going to move forward with plans for a divorce, you know, in that setting? But anecdotally, we did see couples really come together. We did. And that's why for us, these statistics that are coming out now are kind of matching. Now, what I will say is, 
we had a huge increase in marriage tune-ups with couples that we were working right. with. Right. That's true. But they didn't divorce. They're working on it. Right. You know? Right. And, and so a lot of the couples that reached out to us, it was interesting. A lot of them were having extended family issues, mm-hmm. which was probably started before the pandemic and then the pandemic just kind of ramped up some right. anxiety around that. But a lot of couples too were just like, okay, we love each other. We're good. We're committed. We're just sick of each other. Right. So they were, <laughs> they just needed some basic scaffolding of how to do the thing Yeah. now that they're quarantined in the same small area. Yeah. And I mean, we know couples who have, you know, three, four, five kids. Yeah. In school, uh, different schools. And they're home. They were homeschooling from home and multiple Zoom accounts. You know, I I don't know that I could have managed that very well Mm -hmm. at all, you know, but we just had so many couples who are reaching out to us. So, so we were doing a lot of marriage work. But what I'll say is, again, they were working on the relationship. They weren't giving up. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you might say, well, cynically, well, people just are not going to make a big life decision like divorce when things are so upside down. You mm-hmm. know, so, of course, the divorce rate fell. Da, 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 da. It doesn't mean anything. Hey, we're OK with that, too. But, you know, I just wonder if maybe the truth is that some couples, to their credit, are trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know, by their kids, by by themselves. So you mean like the pandemic causing them to be more reflective of things that matter? I think that's what we heard. Anecdotally, that's what mm-hmm. we were hearing. We from heard couples. a lot. We were hearing from couples say things like, you know, whenever we get back to whatever the new normal is, we want to adopt some things that we learned in the pandemic, like mm-hmm. more dinner together at the table, Mm -hmm. more family walks, more walks. Yeah. Yeah. More connecting time with less overscheduled kids sports and kids activities and those kind of things. I think there's a lot of couples who are uh, families who are not going to go back to what they were before Mm -hmm. I think the burnout rate, or at least, I mean, the couples we talked to, the burnout rate was sky high before the pandemic. And I think people now have realized what they were missing. Right. Well, even before this pandemic hit, you and I had already learned through the years that any catalytic event could be a good thing for a marriage that has just been coasting in one particular pattern or trajectory for years. Sometimes it's just a real blessing to have things shaken up a little bit yeah, to, to get you to be a little bit more reflective and intentional and then caring for one another. Yeah. And that's a phrase I've been hearing a lot in different podcast interviews about the pandemic and so forth is this idea of the pandemic catalyst. Mm-hmm. You know, what has it brought about for you? For a lot of people, they're doing like a life reset, you know, a deep reset. They're really getting touched back with what their values were. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us had lost touch with that. Yeah. So that can be a fabulous thing, you know, even though it's been such a, an awful, you know, experience and people have lost loved ones. And I don't want to minimize the challenges in any way, no, you know, no. that people have gone through. But so, it just kind of makes me wonder if down the road we might hear stories of couples who will would say, you know what, we were going to call it quits. And mm-hmm. then the pandemic hit and we decided to stay put. And now we're happy again. So what would you say to couples that? Due to the pandemic, it's kind of been the other side of the coin. In other words, they are just now miserable. more miserable. Yeah, more miserable or more in a critical state than 
even before. Yeah. Uh, You know, I think if for me, and I don't know if this is always true, but, you know, I think a lot of times something like a, well, pandemic will magnify what was already Right. Faulty. Kind of brings it to the surface and brings brings clarity to it. Yeah. So I would say, you know, to be reflective and examine, were these issues that we had before the pandemic hit Mm -hmm. or has the pandemic just created environmental stressors, external pressures that we didn't have before that we're going to be out of soon, but, you know, hope and pray? Or are these things that the pandemic forced us to look at and experience and are we willing to hold hands and figure this out together mm-hmm. you know there was there's a thing that we've probably quoted a hundred times i bet on this podcast of and i don't know if it was an actual study or what it was but there's this adage in marriage education that says if you're if you're not happy if you'll just kind of stay put mm-hmm. that in five years you'll be happy <laughs> now yeah. i don't know where what that's no. tied to or if there was an actual no, study it's backed done. up by research and th- yeah just, and I mean, just hanging in there statistically produces great results yeah and that we never want to you know say in the case of abuse or addiction or anything, you know, terrible like that. Of course not. But we're talking about just, you know, when you, when you hit kind of just that, uh, is this going anywhere, you know? (laughs) Right. Or, or even if you're just really not getting along that don't give up. Yeah. That things really can turn around just by hunkering down. Mm -hmm. And, and that's the gift that the pandemic gave us that I'd like for all of us to look at is when you have a, there's a part of your history when you're together a long time, there are moments in your history where you look back and go, okay, those, that season, it was you and I against the world. Mm -hmm. It was just you and me hunkered down. You know, Brett, when you and I were starting out and we didn't have any money at all. (laughs) I remember it well. (laughs) You know, and it was you and me and splitting a hamburger, you know, with a coupon, Mm -hmm. you know, those were hard, challenging days, but I don't look back at those now and go, oh, no, that was terrible. I look back at now and go, those were some building galvanizing. Yeah, absolutely. And I just have to believe that people are going to look back on the pandemic year Mm -hmm. and probably say something similar. Yeah. I think the one thing I would want to say is what we say a lot, but maybe we haven't said in a while on this podcast is there is no shame in reaching out and getting help oh my gosh. when you get stuck, whether wow. there's a pandemic going on or otherwise, whatever your situation is, whatever your crisis is, whatever your stuckness has brought you to, mm-hmm. uh, there is no shame in no. talking with other there, couples. Not only is there no shame, it's a very good thing to reach out. Right. For, of course, I'm kind of a therapy junkie. So like <laughs> if there's something I'm struggling with in my life, I'm always like, mm, is there some way or is there a personal therapist or personal trainer that can help me with whatever this is? You know? <laughs> but, I, you know, there is something to be said, even the Bible talks about it, you know, that it's the wise person who reaches out for counsel. Right. Sometimes you just need that third or fourth set of ears and eyes to go, oh, okay, well, here's where you guys are kind of, mm-hmm. you know, keep repeating the same old thing. Let's try this. Right. So, yeah, that's good. Okay. Well, so better for worse. I, I think 2021, everyone's got this idea that, all right, we're, let's just come out of this and be better, you know? Right. <laughs> At the very least, we've learned good responses Mm -hmm. that regardless of how much longer we're going to be dealing with these types of things uh, we've got ways to respond that we know bring benefit to our to our marriages yeah good all right well if you'd like to contact us you can find us at marriage to the max.org 
Also, we hope you'll follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I'd like to send a thank you to M. Nitzkin for the kind review on Apple Podcasts. That was so sweet. And I'd also like to give a special thank you to Podcast Rocket for producing this episode. Well, thanks so much for listening today. And until next time, remember, healthy marriage, healthy world. God bless y'all.